the JAV show. <laughs> Hello, guys. Welcome to the show. Uh, so this week is just me and Viv again. We're going to do some uh, cool content and then, yeah. Uh, I mean, chilled content, I guess. Uh, hello. Pretty relaxed one this week. So, Viv, uh, anything exciting this week? Hmm. Oh, this week we started our volleyball season. That was pretty refreshing because I haven't played in two weeks. How was your first first I week? I was rusty as shit on Monday. Did you miss a lot of balls or what? Um, No, my passes are completely ass. And I think some of my serves just hit the net. And my hits just weren't that great. Like, I was just not that good. Oh. Did you guys pull through with the dubs? Mm, no. We won one, lost one. Wait, which which tier did they slot you guys in? First tier. For, oh, nice. For Mondays. Sick. And then on Thursdays, we got placed in third tier for some reason. It's just, I think, okay, I think it's timing, but it might be something else. Might be timing, because I did it kind of late. Because yeah. I signed up, and then two days later, I was talking to people, and they're like, oh my god, did you sign up? Yeah, I got waitlisted, I got waitlisted. And I was like, what the hell? I literally signed up and had so much ease. What do you mean? Yeah, I, I don't know. But I think I was probably one of the last people. I, I'm not sure how much they like take like history from the previous season and stuff. If I was them, I wouldn't. I would just really? like I would just put everyone like in the order they signed up and then just do the whole That's so chaotic. That's such a waste of like playtime though. I no, but then I'll do the after three weeks, I would reshuffle everyone. Oh. Right, like so, like get your, what your score is three weeks top, you know whatever per tier goes into tier one, and then like you know third and fourth place goes into tier two, and then all that stuff. I think that's a very like easy way of that's very cool. like without them having to use a lot of brain power is a very easy way for them. I agree, but yeah, but yeah, we got placed into third tier, and that was actually a lot of fun though because we just kept fucking around. Is it similar to your old Thursday team? Um, exactly the same. Oh, nice. Okay, sweet. Yeah. Wait, is uh, who's McCall still injured? Nah, that person. Yeah. No, ma. Ma. Uh, the one who has something with her leg or something. Ma. Yeah, it starts with an M. The girl. I know a girl's name starts with an M. Okay, you know what? Fuck it. We'll talk about it. Later. <laughs> uh. Anyways. Cool. And then anything else? Oh, oh, she's she, oh, I know who you're talking about. She wasn't on my team. Oh, she was just subbing. I see. Yeah, uh, but yeah, her legs like heavily fucked up, and she's probably not gonna play for like six months. I think. I doubt she listens to the podcast. It's all good. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, surprisingly, it turned out really bad for her leg. Damn. Broke a bone. Oh. My biggest fear of volleyball is hurting myself to that extent. I know, right? I'd be so depressed. Yeah, but, I'd be like, why did I, why, why did I do this to myself? Right? It's like there's so much life after volleyball. Why do I do this to right? myself? It takes away from everything else. Yeah, and then aside from that, um, I nothing. I just worked at home all week. So it was are you still chill. doing the whole like work from home because of the head injury thing? Or no, I just I just chose to work from home all week this week. Oh, nice. Sick. I'm gonna do the same next week, maybe. Nice. Uh, my week was pretty good, actually. Or Okay, so climbing on the weekend was actually really good. I've actually, I can finally see the progress. Like, I'm actually Ooh. starting to, like, accomplish puzzles that I weren't doing before and actually a bit faster now, too. Uh, Do you ever go back and repeat do puzzles? Or in bouldering, is it, like, like you just continuously try and move up? And the second you accomplish a puzzle, you just move on to the next? 
Yeah, like pretty much as soon as I finish a puzzle, I wouldn't really, really do it again. Yeah, I see. Uh, but then the puzzles change, right? So like every, so let's say a gym has ten walls, they'll probably change one or two of the walls every week. Oh whoa! Yeah. Oh, you so have like, to go like regularly then to make sure that you like keep up with all the wall changes. Uh, if you go, yeah, kind of. I mean, if you're working on a puzzle, it's probably gonna be there for a month. And then it's going to be gone after that. Like, probably, like, five weeks or five or six weeks. So, uh, it depends. Probably, like, five weeks it'll, it'll be there. And then it will change. Uh, so, it just depends. I mean, also, depending on the person, some puzzles are better for, like, certain body types and certain strengths. Like, some people are better at specific holds. Some people are lankier. And then some people... I guess lanky's good, but sometimes having, like, a more compact and strength are better for specific moves. See that? Yeah. So... Yeah, it's good because uh, I think I did really well. But I also think like on Monday when I was playing volleyball, I had like terrible neck pain. And it was like throughout the whole day. So like I woke up with a really oh, bad like, neck pain. Oh, shit. you slept funny? I swear sometimes when you sleep funny, you wake up and you're like, ah, oh, fuck. I thought it was because I slept funny. But now I think about it more. It could be like me going really hard at climbing. And then like the, the shoulder muscle that kind of like connects to your oh. neck and back. It's, it, 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 I didn't get hurt, but it was like super strained. Like Oh, like, like your lats? Yeah. So that could be a trap, sorry. Yeah. But uh Monday was good. This we have a new team this season. Like half half the team's new. How uh, exciting. How was it? I mean, I just have to lower my expectations. But it was oh. good. We uh <laughs> <laughs> We won both games, but you know, I just have to I have to think about it differently, I guess. I have to think about the game differently. Yeah. Um but yeah, no, that's fine. Who's new on your team? Uh we have a new power, new middle, a new girl. New girl too? Yeah. Oh, who's your new girl? Uh, the Korean girl. Oh, I see. Yeah. I see. Yeah, so that's pretty good. Uh, and then I was supposed to, so I was subbing for um, that team's Thursday team, mm-hmm. like their iteration of it. Yeah. Uh, but I forgot that they played on Tuesdays now because they, they didn't make it oh. on Thursday. So what happened is on Tuesday, I, I totally forgot. I blanked. They asked me, like, can you sub? And I was like, yes. But I thought it was Thursday, right? Yeah, so they, they asked me Tuesday morning. Yeah. And I was like, oh, yeah, sure. I, I can sub Thursday. And then I I didn't say that I I just said yes and yeah. then I wait go, how did they ask? Uh, well I'm in their group chat. Oh I see. Because yeah, okay, I, I I I used to be on their team. That makes sense. Okay. Because I was gonna say like how did they ask without mentioning the actual date? But that makes sense. Yeah. And then I I forgot right like you're so used to that one group chat they always play Thursday and mm. they asked me I was like okay sure, and then I I was so after work I went to the gym, and I just finished working out at like six. 50 or 645 <gasps> and then i changed walked into the steam room i sat for like 30 seconds and usually when i set the sauna i'm like just thinking about like okay yeah how was your day was your day good how's what are you doing the next couple days like kind of like mentally plan the yeah week out, right and i was like oh wait a second i think i have to sub right now uh because like in the back of my mind i was like i subconsciously knew like january 10th was a was a special day for some reason and then the 7 p.m was like somehow special so i like quickly ran out and like checked my phone i was like oh i'm fucked what time was it uh by the time i got to my phone it was 6:52. <gasps> and then i told and then i like quickly changed by the time i got out of the gym it was like 6:55 maybe yeah and i called and i was like hey i'm gonna be late i might I, like I'll, I'll for sure won't be later than missing the first game yeah, Wait, uh, for sure one set at least. Yes, but then I was like asking them like, "Hey, are you guys playing hard teams?" And they're like, "We like they don't know, right?" Because like you know how they they yeah, it's the first. Uh, so then I was like, "Okay, fuck it. I'm just gonna go with my gym stuff instead of my volleyball stuff." 
So oh. like I have I have court shoes I use for gym. Yeah. And then I just you know shorts and shirt and stuff. I would never play in my gym shoes uh, ever. Yeah, but you I'd have be so upset you have about the running. Converse, right? Is that what you use? I wear either Converse or like other lifting shoes. No, I have I have Asics. Like I have uh, oh, I, I have like actual gym shoes or court shoes. Um, so I was like, "Fuck it, I'm I'm just gonna go straight there instead of going back to grab my my volleyball stuff." And then I made it there, and they just played two rallies. Oh, nice! Yeah, and so I made there. I think like seven fifteen, and they just I think it was like two one, so they just started. Nice. Yeah, and then we ended up winning both games like, easily. Uh, no, like the first game went to three sets. Uh, and then the second game was super easy. Yeah. Are there a lot of people on Tuesdays now? No, uh, not really. So like. Three or four of the courts are women's league, uh-huh. and then the rest is ours. And then I think one of the court wasn't being used. Uh, so if you can imagine all the courts they have, three of them were for three or four were for women's league, and then the rest were for co-ed. Except maybe one wasn't being used, or maybe the games. Ended oh, really I see. Fast. Okay. Yeah, the the teams like from what it's I can. There's a lot of people for a co-ed. Then that's gonna be like an easy playoff season for you. Uh, there's one really good team, like one really really good team. Uh, and then I think the rest are garbage. I mean, it's not my team anyway, so yeah. I don't really care. I, I was just subbing. But uh, yeah, for them, I was like, damn, they, like, if that one really good team wasn't there, I think they would have been like top. Uh, but I, I actually don't find that fun either. Yeah, like, that kind of sucks. And all your games kind of suck. Yeah. Well, I like the, the games are so cool. I think there's still a couple teams that are like on a similar level, but there's just one like really good team. And yeah, I personally don't like that. I, I don't actually care too much about like winning the shirt anymore it's more of like i want to play good games every week kind of thing yeah and when you play against like shitty teams it's just not fun yeah exactly so that was pretty good and then this week i started my new book nice i'm actually like pleasantly surprised that you finished it and the how far you've come into your next the previous book yeah i mean yeah that one i finished within two weeks so like the goal was 25 books was it 20 yeah 25 books for the year that means one book every two weeks. So the one's already done. Uh, that one was a very like mellow, like sit at a cafe kind of reading. But this one's more like you get really invested in it. So the book's called Jade City by Fonda Lee. It's like we're in a little book club, guys. Dude, it's okay. This one's really club. cool. So it's kind of like fantasy. Um, so going beyond the synopsis of the book, it's like this is in, say, 1980, maybe 1990 Hong Kong. Like if that that the vibe of it feels like it, it's an island and the island is, it's like they have jade and jade is very. How do you different. know what nineteen eighties nineteen ninety Hong Kong looks like? Uh, from like watching Russia and stuff. Like, like okay. Russia was like nineteen ninety nine. Like you know what I mean? Like you you have the same feel. And watching like old Chinese movies. You, okay. You, you kind of have the feel of like, no one. Not everyone has a like, or pretty much no one has a cell phone yet, and like that crowded Hong Kong feel. Still fly over the temple buildings. But, that's like, right. That's right. Their feet up. Yeah, that's right. And uh, so in this fantasy book, um, Jade is like vibranium, except it gives you powers. Mm. Okay. And then the powers can make you like go crazy and like kill yourself. Or like if you're honed or you have specific genetics, you can actually hone the powers and use the powers. Right. Powers meaning like, you know, more strength, uh, more perception of things, et cetera, et cetera. Right. Watched an anime that was like this. Possibly. I mean,. I, I can see that being a thing. But, th- but then what they do is they have to go, like, slay demons. No, no, this this isn't the case. But, yeah. So, pretty much in this book, on this island, um, they have all these things. And in uh, the rest of the world, they want these these gems, but they fought them off. And this is, like, before the book kind of thing. 
But right now in the book, um, it's like two clans. So it's pretty much two gangs that control all of this, and they have warriors Bloods and stuff. Bloods in the crypts, y'all. And then, so so pretty much they are, um, they're like mafia bosses, right? So like they, you know, it's kind of like Yakuza, like they'll help the businesses, but they'll also like need Fuck tribute payments people. and stuff. Yeah. And like there's territories and there's clan wars and then there's like killing. There's more mature content. So there's more like, it talks more about sex. It talks more about like, like killing and weapons and more like a realistic gangster type of thing. Which is really cool. For for me, it's like right in the alley of the type of books I like. I think the two types of books I like is either murder mysteries or um, like a very realistic, mature content type of thing. So yeah, this one's really good. But uh, So this one's three times longer than the last book. And the last book I just finished in two weeks. Uh, so the only way for me to keep up is I have to read during lunchtime at work. <laughs> <laughs> I got homework to do. Yeah. But it's, it's good because... Uh, like I said, contrary to the last book where it's like a chilled cafe book, this is like a book I get really into. Like I could easily read it for a really long time, a uh, nonstop. Um, but yeah, it's it's so far a really good book. And it's a it's a trilogy with a prequel. So there's this book, two more after it, and then there's a prequel of this book. Uh that Fundaly wrote. So it's it's pretty good. There's like some continuity to it. Uh so yeah. Nice. I'm pretty excited for this. Yeah, if anyone already read Jade City, let me know. I want to talk about the cool shit about it. What are the prequels called if this one's called Jade City? Uh, I think one was called like Jade War, so that's the sequel. Oh, okay. And then one one's Jade something, I don't know. And then the prequel is like... Like uh, the Maze Runner series? Yeah, like, kind of like off that. the title every time? Yeah, well, kind of. I think the prequel talks more about... Uh, so the Warriors are called Green Bones, and it talks more about those stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, so that was one of my goals... For 2023 oh. and coincidentally today we're talking about goals goals <laughs> goal setting uh wait Viv, what's some of your uh, resolutions for or i guess it might connect to everything else so we could just talk about it all in whole but pretty much today viv and i are going to talk about goals goal setting uh what are some of the goals we have short and long term uh i think both viv and i agree that like very long-term goals are I don't know. I feel like maybe we're more jaded or whatnot, but it's not as realistic. Uh, you can have like a dream and something like that, but maybe just one. Like as in, there's some aspects to a very long-term goal that's very hard to get. Uh, so like your dream might be to, you know, become the top doctor of Edmonton, for example, which is a fine dream. But then if you get into more specifics, I feel like it's way too hard. Like there's, it's too hard to make it too specific. And I also find that if it's not specific enough, it's kind of a like a useless goal almost. I thought you were going to say that if it's not specific enough, then it's still a dream, basically. And it's not a goal, if that makes sense. It's kind like a, of, yeah. It's like that. me when I say I want to be an astronaut, but I do nothing and have done nothing towards that. Yeah, it's like uh, what I can imagine is like you're standing here and you can see that dream over there, but it's just a cloud of area. Yeah. Whereas a goal is like a specific spot you have to stand on. If that makes sense. Right. So like imagine like there's a map. Like my dream is to live here, but then that's like a huge area. But then your goal would be to live specifically like in this city, in yeah. this community. Right? I see that. I see that. So that's what I find. Or that's what I think of it. Right? Like dreams are like a direction. Yeah. Almost. Dreams are goals without much direction or plans. Yeah. I agree. So that's why I can't really put them in the same category. It's uh I feel like they're very different, right? Like I could dream to have like a harem of girls, but you know, 
the again. goal would be one and then two and then three, right? That would be the ideal goals. And would that be the goal unless you can convince like three and then you could double it? Uh, I mean, I think there's some there's some crazy efficiency that you can have. Like, for example, like if I were to live by myself, it costs this much. But if someone else were to live with me in the same place, the rent is almost slashed in half and there's some extra income. And then now another person also lived with me. Hmm. Like obviously these can just be called roommates, not a like not a full hot room, but yeah. like yeah. And then, but it just gets more and more, more and more. If, if I can imagine right? you having your own place one day and be like, "Hey guys, I need some roommates," and then you're like, "Nice, my harm's starting." <laughs> <laughs> yes, exactly. Um, but yeah, there's some cool. The bottom of your contract is a little checkmark box, like saying like you agree to be called Alvin's harm. <laughs> I mean, sometimes I'm it not could referred be to as a roommate. I, I mean, I, I guess this will go more into our other goals later too. Maybe I don't know. But anyways, I, I personally thought there was kind of five categories. Um, so the categories would be career, relationship, physical, mental, and spiritual goals. Uh, we didn't search any of this up. I was just always thinking in my head, like, hey, if I can categorize stuff, it always helps me. Yeah. Uh, I know some stuff are cross categories, but it, my my brain's very like compartmentalize so i like to put categories so i know what to think about okay i am the exact same way uh what's um okay let's start with the first one career goals um what are some you have viv and i guess some ideas and what you're working towards okay so my ultimate goal for a career is that i also believe that your career should be something very niche and I want mine to be in the AI sector, but I want to specifically work on neuroscience or something to do with biology. Oh, okay, cool. Oh. Cool. So like Neuralink type of shit. Yeah, exactly. Neuralink would be a perfect example of something I would want to do. Uh, okay, so what? Obvious, the first one is why, but then what do you think is your next steps for that then? The reason why is because I guess with I don't know how else to put it other than it stimulates the shit out of my brain. Mm. And I think that it's really interesting to, I want to do something where there's no ceiling on how much I can learn. And I think that neuroscience is something that we have obviously a lot of studies on, but there's obviously a lot to fucking know. And then as technology advances, there's even more and even more that I can learn in terms of AI and how I can combine that with neuroscience and biology. So the ceiling is fucking limitless. And I think overall, all those subjects or like technology and biology, specifically neuroscience, is the most fucking fascinating thing ever. And something that's more tangible and something that I'm actually doing something towards other than or aside from becoming an astronaut. <laughs> One day. One day. <laughs> I mean, one day if neuroscience goes far enough, you can yeah. like... They'll be like, hey, you just want to take a little trip up on a rocket ship? I'd be like, fuck, yes. Or think about this. One day if the neuroscience part of it gets so advanced where you could like transport, not your brain, but like your thoughts and stuff to a, a say a body, I'm putting in quotation marks, mm -hmm. that's up in space. So like you see what they see, kind of like VR, but very more like into it. Oh, right? like a robot in space? Holy fuck, that'd be fucking sick. Yeah, but like... It's almost like uh, Sword Art Online. Yeah. Like you're, it's like VR, but the next level of it. Right. 
but in space, right? They'll yeah. just shoot that stuff into space. You know, you're not physically there, but you're, you know, mentally there kind of thing. That would be so sick. I'd be the first person to sign up for that. Oh, really? I think I'd be a late adopter for many of Okay, not things. the first. Probably, <laughs> probably like, like the second or third. Third batch, third batch. Third, fourth. Yeah. Because first, you're probably going to die. Yeah. Second, they're going to make adjustments, but you're probably still going to die. Yeah. Third one, they're going to make adjustments, but you're probably still going to die. Fourth one, maybe. I think I'll be a late adopter. I'll, I'll I'll wait till that you know one big disaster, and then after that, oh yeah, yeah. It's, it's like you know you you get into the stock when it's at the lowest. You know mm-hmm. after it tanked a bunch, you gotta wait until uh several people die first for yeah. sure for these things. Yeah, I definitely don't want to be a uh, guinea pig for that stuff. Um, what I've been doing is that like most people that are in AI, they usually have their doctorates. So Ooh, there instead it is. Instead of going back to school, you can also gain a lot of experience. So I am working a contract job, and right now I specialize in doing uh, building algorithms for this AI Kickstarter company, and that's where I'm starting my experience, I guess. Nice. Seems mm. like you're well in your way, which is very nice. Hopefully. Uh, so- yeah. And then other than that, I would want to start my own business one day. What kind of business? Fitness industry. Oh, okay. So you want to do like a dual thing? Do you think it's possible to do like two things? two of those i think so i think the reason why i think it's possible is because i feel like my brain runs really fast or that i have a lot of interests and a lot of passions and maybe it's like adhd or something but i like need something that fuels my passion or something that i can constantly work towards that doesn't feel like there's a limit towards it and I feel like having my own business is some way that I can really express my creative side and do that without the limitations of a jo- of a like nine to five job, which is what the AI part would be. Like the AI part would allow me to stimulate my brain and do things that I otherwise wouldn't be able to do alone. Okay. But if I own my own business, and that would allow me to basically like have complete control of a project and allow my brain to like work and be stimulated in whatever way I please. I see. That's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, and as far as that, what I'm doing there is that, like, I have the plan for it. Um, I think it's actually a pretty great plan. Or, I, okay, I think my idea is pretty fucking great. And this is, like, I ran it by a few people, and they also think it's pretty fucking great. All right, cool, cool. Yeah, yeah. and then I've spoken to a few factories and have done networking for it and have spoken to the necessary people that i would need to in order to get it started oh nice sick yes sweet you're on your way viv i'm on my way it's very invigorating i love this shit. that's pretty awesome like uh how do you how, how how did you get started with that stuff with your side thing with my side thing so i had the idea and through networking i met a few people that are doing something in the same industry Right. along the same lines so i asked them how they got started where what was their step one step two what kind of people did they speak to and what factories did they speak to in order to do these things and they gave me some connections some phone numbers and i did my own research on like cost logistics what i would need to do on what scale and when and how basically for everything and exactly what the process would be for my exact idea oh i see i see and then so I spoke to them and I'm still planning everything out. This is something that I actually need to plan like a lot for because I want to do it on a rather larger scale than like when I did my baking business. I see, yeah. Like this one, 
I will I would have to start it up on a commercial commercial scale in some way shape or form. So I did that. I've spoken to my bank a little bit about like what the logistics would be if I were to get like a loan yeah. from the bank, a business loan and all that stuff. And yeah, mm, that's damn. what I've done so far. Sounds pretty cool. Pretty sick. Nice. Uh, so for myself, I have some short term goals that are, I think, coming to a close, which is kind of sad because I don't really have any more after that so i have to start short term we just started the year well it's not for this year but like getting my png was one of my short-term goals Hmm. um i started last year i couldn't get it last year just because it's literally just waiting it's just waiting for them to do the review yes uh so like all of my part and my efforts are already completed uh so now it's just waiting for that and then for this year i really need to start looking into pursuing my like long-term goal Hmm. uh and i i just need to I guess that maybe I've been dragging out this for too long, but I need to figure out exactly what specific work and industry I really want to do. And I feel like by working up to the point where I'm at, I kind of know what I like and what I don't like. I thought you wanted to go into design. I do still. Um, okay. But there's a lot of like different parts of it and like the geography of it's very different. So in, in Alberta, it's not as great. Uh, so we don't do a lot of manufacturing here. Everything's for the oil sands. So if you're not doing anything for the oil sands, you're, might as well not doing anything mm-hmm. and even if you are doing anything for the oil sands you're probably working in the states and then just like sending drawings up here for the manufacturer guys to make it and then send up to the oil, send up to the oil sands right uh so i do want to still do something in that but i think like i the, how my brain works is that whenever i have something i want or a goal i want uh, and maybe it's not completely achievable you can always pivot and i think that's the most important thing uh and it kind of relates back to my brain when i think about games like if there's a goal in the game and the game's changed, like the rule sets have changed slightly or something has changed, uh, say in a board game, you know, um, you plan out the game this way, another player does something chaotic and then it doesn't go as planned, you always have to find a pivot. I think mm-hmm. uh, that's one of the most important things. Um, so I think rather than a specific thing, which is what I'm trying to find, I still have to figure out exactly what uh, type of work it is, right? So, so for me, uh, I do find like computer modeling and like SOLIDWORKS and all that type of stuff, very re- rewarding. I find uh, a lot of the research side of stuff very rewarding. So I think it has to be something in that. Uh, so this week I've been learning a lot about like 3D modeling on other software at work uh, because the week after next week, I actually have a course that they paid for, like a three grand course for um, some finite element analysis, which is pretty Ooh. much like take models, you do the analysis on it and then you figure out exactly what the limits are with that model with the material etc etc right Mm. uh so hopefully with this course i can learn a bit more and maybe start pivoting to maybe like uh fea guy which is it which is kind of weird so in the engineering world that's like the the type of people who will like take your scenario put it into a model and figure out exactly what it is uh and i actually didn't want to do this back when i was in university but also back when i was university i had a lot of like dumb dreams that never really worked out so like one of my dumb, dumb dreams, dreams okay so one of my thoughts when i was in uh university is like oh i don't know if i should work for oil and gas because i don't know how it's gonna be and right now i'm working for oil and gas <laughs> is what it is uh but then at the time when i was doing my research i wanted to do an experimental based research mm-hmm. rather than uh so pretty much in engineering there's three routes you can go you can go on theory based so theory based is pretty much math and physics right there's a problem you try to figure out an analytical way to solving that problem and that's it right so like you take the equations you figure it out you figure out hey these are the ways you should do it or you know it's like fun i i mean it's 
purely analytical. So it's purely physics and math, right? And then in order to get the next step, you have to validate the thing. And that's the finite element way, right? So like you can be a theoretical guy, you can be a finite element guy. So the finite element would take the same problem, put it into the software, uh, create a model, make empirical formulas and say like, okay, you know, if the physics happened this way, this is the results, right? What would the other guy do? And uh, the, the theoretical guy? The, pretty much if his numbers and his equations are correct it would be validated with a proper model but that's still a model it's still kind of theory right it's theory but a lot more computer and a lot more com computing power with the theory mm, and see. then the last guy which is what i did for my research is uh, experimental so i would actually do the exact experimental and like a really good research paper can marry all three so yeah i was just a... gonna say i feel like they all kind of overlap because you're trying to prove your thesis at the end right uh yes but so for example i can still prove my thesis using one of the three and not all three mm, so see. like i i can say my thesis is i think this is how um the thing will work right and then what i would do in the theory way is here i'm showing you analytically with equations that are well known in math and physics that this is the result of what i think will happen right so that's one way you've kind of already saw you you've kind of solved it and you like it's okay in research to say like more has to be done on this but this is like the first step mm -hmm. right and then you can also still get your thesis by saying okay here's the experimental thing i'm putting into a model and i'm showing you through this model that i've also used in a very well-known um other scenario that this will work this way right so you're like okay i validated using a very well-known other scenario so you so you know the model will work uh and then i've solved it this other way and this is the empirical or the calculated way right and then experimental, I would be like, okay, this is what I think will happen. I'm going to go try it out. And then this is what actually happens, right? Uh, and then a really, really good th paper would actually marry all three. You'd be like, okay, this is what I think in theory will happen. Uh, I've done some models to readjust whatever I need to do. And then I'm doing the experiment this specific way with these specific values uh, because of the model and the, th and, and the theory, right? Mm. So when I was doing research, uh, I was like, oh, I'm an experimental guy. I want to do experiments and stuff like that. Right? But experiments are actually uh, pretty pretty tough because you have to get used to a lot of failures. Like, you're pretty much just getting hit in the face with failures every like single day. constantly testing it? Well, just because nothing ever works. Like, if you think an experiment <laughs> will work easily, like, you know, like, the little, like, science lab experiments and shit and you're yeah. just doing it. The only reason you're doing it is because they've done it thousands of times before you and they already figured out all the kinks. Uh, so when you're doing I it, it's see. like, oh, like, you already know what's before the experiment and you already know what's after the experiment because it's been done like millions of times like like a thousand is actually an understatement on how many times it's actually been done right uh so when you're actually doing your own experiment like whatever you think is gonna fuck up is going to fuck up uh and the most obvious things is usually noise like there's always gonna be some parameter that comes into play that you didn't think of that like fucks up with your data and shit, shit. and then you have to figure out a way to like isolate and stuff and then some parts of research gets even shittier because you also have to set you have to work within a certain budget right so that gets a lot harder as the experiment side right the good part of experiment side is more lenient so like if you if your results aren't exact but you can find a trend in your results uh using statistics you mm. actually have succeeded like it's it's already a good thing right yeah uh so you don't actually need the exact results uh you were hoping for you just need a trend um, but then like so outliers. so like moving backwards is, is also just as is is the other way too so in a model you actually have to make sure it's really good like you can't have a 
maybe this worked. So in the experiment, you can have a maybe like this works uh, two out of three times kind of thing like that, right? Mm. But the model has to work almost every time with most engines. And then the theory way has to work every time guaranteed, right? Yeah. So anyways, long story short, uh, I don't know if that's what I'm going to pivot to, but I think that might be one of the goals where I pivot to uh, something that's more on the finite element analysis, computer analysis type of uh, job. Uh, so yeah, it's good because I'm already taking courses in it. My company's paying me to take courses in it. It will like if I do want to stay in the company I'm working for, it's actually very useful for them. Uh, if not, there's if I can become good at it or if I do have interest in it, there's many companies that would want this type of work. Uh, so like there's there's no end in sight, especially as computing power gets better. There's gonna be more demand for this. Mm. Uh, so like usually the limit is the computing power. So back in the day, you would do like a like a finite element analysis model. You like start it on Friday night, and then you come back Monday, and it might be done. Oh, awesome! It just depends on how intense that 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 model is, right? Mm. Uh, but now with computer powering going up, I think the limit, the cog, or the was it pretty much what's what's stopping the process from getting even better is the people now actually thinking of the model and creating the model, right? Mm. The actual computing time isn't the 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 real issue anymore, right? So, I mean, that might be one way, but the goal for this year is to really figure out how I can do this. And the reason I want to do, I think this might be the way is because I want in long-term something more independent. So, um, like, I know, Viv, you have your, like, two side things. I kind of don't believe in that in my own way. Like, I feel mm -hmm. like I have to go all in on something. Mm -hmm. I can't. I feel like I I would get distracted, if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. Like, like, my, like I get... Like, like, what ifs? No, not what ifs. More like... I have so many interests and so many passions. I I just can't dive myself into one full thing. I see. No. I literally can't. All like right. growing up, I've had so many things that I've wanted to be and so many hobbies and passions that I've explored that I'm almost surprised. Like it's more realistic to have just two. Right. But I'm surprised I could even pick two. I see. I see. Because of all the things I'm interested in. I I think my mindset's a lot different. Like, I want my one thing where I will slave away for and everything else is, like, an enjoyable hobby to me. Like, I'll, like, just enjoy doing it. I don't want to, like, stress about, you know, making it, like, work perfectly kind of thing. But then I have my one thing, which is how my brain kind of works, I guess. Um, and I think this path or whatever I'm thinking of, like I said, I'm not sure if this is the end goal, but this is something my resolution for this year is to figure out what this kind of direction and path is. Yeah, and... So that's my resolution for this year. And then to figure out exactly what it is. And it has to be something independent. So like a lot of the stuff I've been doing before isn't. Um, hate to say, I don't think project management will ever be an independent thing. I think you always have to work for a company. Uh, someone always has to pay your salary. Uh, but if I find if you find some overwhelming skill that people are willing to pay for that isn't so connected to um, directing people to work, uh, then you can create some independence and financial independence too. Yeah, so that's nice. kind of my career goal, and I have to figure out this. I, like I made that as promise. We'll see what happens one year from now. I like that. I'm sure you'll get it. Yeah, but gotta figure that shit out. I mean, and then the other thing is like I do eventually want to own my own business, and I guess if you become independent, you can. Uh, I also have a slight Bob's Burger dream. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you can always have that going. I feel like the longer I've lived the life, the more I've realized that things aren't just like one way. Everything's more dynamic than what we see, what we think. Yeah. And people with multiple sources of income are more secure than not. Yeah, yeah. And it's okay to feed all your passions if you can. If you can. Yeah, also, like, 
slave kids are pretty awesome you know if you have your own kids and you make them work at every restaurant or whatever exactly. it might be free that's awesome. labor and, and it builds character a lot of character like how else can you i don't know like i find like i worked at a restaurant when i was young but i was like still older than 14 and stuff but i felt like if i worked at, at when i was younger i would kind of value like I, I value money quite a bit now but i think my appreciation for it will be much higher i don't know what could i say that i grew up not at a restaurant i guess i grew up working at a farmer's market yeah i, I guess so that. doing like till and baking and the deli and packing fruit and restock and shit like that yeah yeah but i feel like there's some like other connection if your parents are like working there or i don't know it's I, like live or die or work or die yeah but I, yeah I, I i don't know how to explain it i feel like if you watch bob's burger you'll know what i mean uh it's just like the family dynamics i feel like is pretty cool so i don't know uh, but it, it it can be stressful because I, I I know people in that situation and I I know friends who had families that were in restaurants and they tell me they had a shitty childhood but they have character I have to say I'm sure they do I know I know some too yeah wait the next people all right cool so moving on from career um I don't know like do you have any other insights you want to tell people like I feel like career goals is fucking tough like it's literally just figure out what you want to do. Mm. Um, if you can make money off of what you want to do like if you have the best like if you really like a hobby and you can make money from it that's like the dream right yeah exactly i feel like growing up we kind of were told that we should have a solid like look for those typical jobs like those typical nine to five jobs but nowadays there's so many easy not okay not easy but there's so many ways to make money that you could use to like just fund your life in ways that you haven't thought before like i feel like the pandemic has made a lot of people like sticker shop sellers Mm, yes, and maybe yeah. before the pandemic you wouldn't have thought okay yeah i'm gonna be a sticker shop seller or maybe i'm somebody or that decorates tumbler cups gibbets or yeah or gibbets was huge gibbets or some shit or i don't know maybe i didn't think i'd be a streamer things like that yeah i i think if i were cool. to teach a calm class so i, I don't know what calm stands for uh, anymore calm? but yeah like career and life yeah. management. Oh, is that what it stands for? Career and life management. Okay. If I were a comp teacher and I had to tell these high school kids something, I would just tell them, don't think about a job you want to do. Think about the skills you enjoy and then work on that. And then those will, like, if you can marry enough skills together, you'll find exactly what job that you'll is. Find a way to, like, make money from it. Yeah. yeah I agree. Yeah. I, I agree. I think, I think they fucked up income where telling us like oh yeah do all these job search and shit like that yeah i think they should have just been like hey what skills do you actually enjoy like what do you like what part of school do you hate the most and what part of school do you actually really like other not even just school i would say yeah yeah, yeah. like what hobbies and stuff yeah. but like for example in school if you really like the analytic part of like math and physics then okay like dive deep into analytics or something like that right whatever industry it might be but like if you like that one skill like keep that in your back pocket and be like oh, okay i'm gonna like start collecting all these skills i really enjoy and then soon i can like merge them all to something yes i agree yeah r- rather than thinking about like oh i want to do this or do this i feel mm-hmm. like it's one it's so like overwhelming as a I high school like it's almost backwards thinking yeah exactly yeah, yeah. It's, it's not the, i i don't find it's the right way and i feel like it like causes a lot of disappointment yeah because like you have an expectation of what it is like oh i'm gonna be a cop or something like that right and then turns out you just walk the street all day or you don't or i don't know Mm. you're just working admin job all day like and that's what yeah that's what happens when people study for a degree and they get into the field and they're like fuck i actually hate this yeah and that sucks yeah yeah it's very unfortunate i feel like nowadays too with social media whatever you end up doing if you want you can just record yourself doing it 
and then people will or you'll get like content creation money yeah i'm just recording yourself doing whatever you choose to do your business on or whatever your work is like you could just vlog your everyday life of alvin the engineer and you could still make side money off of that or you could literally just be like these are all the meals that i ate today and then if you just keep it going i feel like eventually you'll gain enough to make some sort of side income from that yeah i mean look at the pioneers of it porn right Right? They just recorded it. I thought and then, you were gonna say. Boom. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna say like your classic YouTubers and shit. <laughs> no. Uh, anyways, moving on from career, uh, unless you have anything else you want to add. Uh, so the next one is relationships. So like, I think within all five aspects, you should have goals in each of them, mm-hmm. uh, and I think it's very important. Uh, I can start first. Uh, the short term goals, actually short term and long term. Uh, one is always actually this is more long term so um still create bonds and memories with the core friends i have like the core people like the very people that are most important um as a short-term goal i think i should try to meet some people uh i haven't done that in a while like i haven't really met anyone new and talked to anyone that's exciting that's true yeah i i I wouldn't peg it as like a absolute 2023 goal but uh i i i don't really care about fucking meeting other people <laughs> i mean i'll be completely honest when i was uh doing my whole like single alvin ready to tackle the world and shit i was meeting so many people i was like meeting people left and right because i was so open and i like i put myself in situations where i had to meet people yeah and like had to make friends and stuff and that was great it was really fun and then it got tiring after a while and then i like kind of got back into the okay this is the st- people i like these are the you know things i like to do and then this is the core group and stuff uh, but I guess every say like half a decade or some bullshit, I like to you know spur that back up maybe. Um, so maybe that's something I should do, <laughs> especially after COVID. I mean, I, I'm re- I'm really bad at meeting people, but I I think it's uh, some excuses. So like obviously a lot of my friends like to go um like to the bar and karaoke a lot and shit, and I I don't like to do that. But I'm mm-hmm. sure I can find people that don't do that and you know are in a different group of people. I'm surprised you haven't met a lot of new people from bouldering. Uh no, because I always go with my friends. Oh, you fucking <laughs> dude. Okay, this might sound weird, but uh, like kids at bouldering are so fucking good. Oh, I'm sure they're so limb. Yeah, limber. and then limber. like I swear every time for some reason they'll just come and say hi to me, and then we'll just climb. Like I'll just like climb with them. I'll be like, okay. I was like, can you show me how to do this? And they'll do it. I'm like, fuck. And I'll try, it and I won't be able to do it. <laughs> and I'm like, oh. And then he'll be like, pretty excited because he can do something cool. But then I think as a kid, you have. Like, you're also nice and stuff, and I don't know. It's just a very... I feel like it's also kind of in your head, too. For me? No, not really. Like, it's not just, like, kids that are really nice and friendly. Like, yeah, there's people out there that are kind of assholes, but, like, everyone's another human, right? Are they? <laughs> I mean, I mean, like, like in the sense of they're just another human. Yeah. Not a big deal. And I, I think older. I think also, if I was any younger, I would probably get, not angry, but, like, I'm like, oh, get this kid out of my way kind of thing. Like, I just want to do my mm, own thing. I see, I see. But now I'm more like, oh, yeah, this is kind of cool. You know, I chat with them. And be like, oh, yeah, do you like this one? Do you like this one? What kind of holds do you like and stuff? Nice. Uh, but it hasn't translated to, like, people, people. So. Oh, yeah, because they're for kids. And if you talk <laughs> even more, if you're like, hey, you want to hang out outside of bouldering? <laughs> yeah, someone's going to call the cops on you. <laughs> yeah, for sure, for sure. But definitely it's fun. Like, I saw kids are so good. At, and they're, they're so intuitive and natural at climbing. I feel like climbing is, like, a right. natural thing for kids. So they're so good at it. I used so to climb a lot of shit it. as a kid, too. Yeah, so, like, when you, like, l- watch them, it, like, 
they it flows so well when they mm. do it, and I feel like you can learn something from that. I used to climb a lot of trees until I heard that one of my friends over the summer fell out of a tree and broke his arm, and I was like, <laughs> okay, like, guess I'm not climbing trees anymore. Wait, this was recent? No, like in elementary oh, school. Oh, okay. And then I would also go in like the jungle gym, and you know when you play sand tag? Yeah. Most people play it the fucking boring way, where like when the person that's in it goes onto the playground, yeah. people usually just run away and try to like do like they follow the regular path that the playground has built for you to like walk around. Yeah, yeah. But you could do so much cool shit. Like you can go underneath the play playground. Yeah. You can like hang off the sides. Yeah, do shit like that. That's so much fun. I think at my elementary school they like max minded already like they mm-hmm. found all the perfect spots oh, yeah. and shit and they would like they, they would do what you're saying they would hide under like the, yeah. the stuff like they need like crazy climbing abilities but they just did the shit out of that I, I feel like as a kid I sucked at climbing mm-hmm. so I have no idea we should go play that in summer just go to a park and play grounders uh yeah I think someone will get hurt I don't think it'll be me that's fine <laughs> thanks man it's <laughs> worth it but yeah, so for me, relationships, I feel like I should try to meet some new people. Um, maybe something that will connect more to what I do. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, I have no idea how. I have no idea like what the plan is for that. Mm-hmm. But maybe on the spur, I thought that'd be a cool goal. And I think it's something I can do and it's something I haven't done in a while. Like I actually haven't met anyone new that I'm interested in hang out in a pretty long time. Like, I've met some new people from volleyball and stuff, not interested in hanging out with them. <laughs> sure. <laughs> I mean, most I of them. I feel like your schedule lo- is also very, like, set in stone. Mine? Yeah. Yeah, that's true. So, so it's hard be... for new people to come in, even if you want to hang out with them, right? Yeah, that's true, actually. Like, my Monday or Friday is pretty packed. And then my weekends is not as easy to add stuff in either. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Like, I guess I just have to find some nerds and hang out with them, I guess. <laughs> hey, do you want to be my friend but, like, never hang out? <laughs> Dude, I swear, like, even if I found nerdy friends, I'd rather just, like, talk to them online or, like, play games with them. <laughs> like, it's, it's fucked. If you don't want to be on the podcast, we can't hang yeah. out. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, And then outside of that, uh, in terms of my family, um, there's not, like... There's not too much. Like, it's mostly just, like, look out for each other kind of thing. Uh, and then, now that my cousins are a bit older, just create some some lasting memories with them, I guess. Uh, I think maybe I took them for granted when I was younger, but we were all young and stuff. Like, I didn't care about, like, hanging out with them. Mm-hmm. So now I care a bit more about hanging out with them. Yeah. Um, but, like, it's not a hard goal. Like, I think they all know, like... You know, I care for them and stuff like that. So I don't have any like regrets in terms of family. Mm-hmm. So like, there's nothing for me kind of like actively work on if that makes sense. Like, I have a really good relationship with most of my family, uh, especially good relationship with my close family, like my siblings, my awesome. my parents, and like both my siblings' uh, spouses. I have a good relationship with all of them. So like, I have no like desire to try to like build or to try to fix something that's not broken. Mm-hmm. If that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Right. So it's more so like just like just just spending some time with them kind of thing, and then for my relationship wise with Joyce, I just wanna I, I guess just explore maybe I don't know like we we've been uh-huh. together for like four years kind of thing, uh, but I still feel like I have so much still to learn about her. Hmm. Uh, also, that's we're, nice. I genuinely feel like a lot of people think that they've figured out their partner, but like you guys are two separate people that haven't known each other for like however many years before you met. 
And yeah. then you guys also experience different things throughout the day, throughout the years. Like there's always so much more to learn about somebody. Yeah. And I think like I've always advocated for this, uh, but I might be wrong, but we only see each other once a week. So like it's always interesting and exciting because mm-hmm. we literally ne- almost never see each other. Like most people at this point of their relationship at four years, they're probably living together already. Yeah. Uh, I think it goes stale after a while. Um, I think it's mindset. Yeah. Okay. True. Proactive versus reactive. True. Um, but then I think this kind of always have, this always keeps me on my toes because we only see each other once a week. And I think there's always more like, like we still have the opportunity to maybe live with each other in the next year or so. I think. Ooh. I, I know like i, I realistically <laughs> probably not because i love living at home still yeah, i was gonna say wait what uh but you know it's like because we only see each other once a week like going on vacation is almost like an adventure on its own because we're actually hanging out every day like the vacation itself is already adventure but like just the interaction and the feel of always seeing each other for like two weeks is a whole nother thing too right oh yeah it must be really refreshing and nice to be yeah to you that. just learn more right you might get annoyed at certain like habits or stuff like that but um i think i'm pretty it's kind of back to the don't fix what's not broken like i'm mm-hmm. very open i like whenever i have an issue i always talk to her that's good yeah so like i i think a lot of times i always tell you about like issues at volleyball that i don't care enough to like try to Say fix something about yeah but for her i'm like no okay like, i'm just gonna bring it up as soon as i can think about it i agree and I think it helps quite a bit. Um, and also, I know, like, some things girls don't like to bring up as much. So, like, I, I mean, like, I know the the boundaries, right? Like what? Like, I think I, that if you have... My personal thought for these things is that if you have any fucking issue at all, big or small, you should say it, pretty much. Uh, so, my, my concern is, like, I have a really high expectation for myself. Mm-hmm. And sometimes it reflects onto other people. And it's not good. It's like, for example, like if I went, uh, this is not related to this, but a completely different example. Like if I went hiking with my brother who maybe like doesn't hike as much, right? Mm. Like my expectation for myself is very high and then that's going to reflect on him. I'm going to expect him to try to keep up with me, right? And sometimes that ruins a relationship because it's uh, it's my own fault, right? Yes. I uh, so then knowing those boundaries, I think is very important and knowing like what your thoughts are and how pretty much learning a bit more em- empathy is, 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 is what mm. I try to do, yeah. right? So that's kind of all encompassing in my relationship goal. Oh, nice. And also to start my ha- my ha- harem, so it's, it's pretty good. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, she's not against it. Oh, really? You've spoken to Joyce about your but, harem? But uh, she James? definitely hasn't planned it with me. <laughs> but yeah. Has to support you. I mean, she is supporting me, as in she's not against it. <laughs> oh, you're right, you're right. Uh, but yeah, that's, I think, most of my relationship goals. I don't think there's anything else. Um, just... Keep the good friends close, meet some new people, and status quo almost. It, it's kind of weird. I, I feel Everything's like things on like just good. I it, guess it feels lazy because it's like I'm not trying to pursue something, but it has to be considered lazy. I think that if you're on a positive trend, yeah, it's like good vibes. Yeah, then keep it going, right? Yeah, that's true. How about you, Viv? Uh, this one might be. <laughs> bit different for you compared to mine i guess it's pretty different um so you know how some people when they grow up they dream about having like oh my wedding one day and all that shit and like i can't yeah. wait to get married i can't wait to have kids my opinion on that has always been the same and it's that 
that's not something that you can plan. Right. Like I can't force myself to meet the love of my life by a certain age or do all that stuff. So I don't have a plan to ever get married, if that makes sense, because I can't plan to ever meet the love of my life. But if I were to, so I organize my whole life without that. But it's like, if I were to meet someone, the way that I do dating is that I don't casually date at all. I only date people that I think I could marry. (laughs) And I... Good luck, have fun. (laughs) Yeah, fuck. And then I also only date people, like, after I've really gotten to know them. Like, you know how some people, when some people date people just because they, okay, not just because, okay, you do you. But some people date people when they like them a little and they don't really know much about them. They'll still, like, start dating them yeah officially yeah, yeah i don't do that until i feel like i'm like best friends with them i think that's we've discussed like a lot of the relationship bound and stuff so i'm like okay before i actually get into this i want to know who you are i want you to know me and i want it to feel like like we're actually like really fucking close i i think that's in my opinion that's pretty normal oh okay maybe i don't know like okay for me like i, I met joyce but we didn't quote unquote start dating until like several months after mm-hmm. right but we went on dates but yeah I, I i think that's the right way of doing it like, like i would never go on dates i would never even go on a date with someone oh, until i'm actually like i mean that's good unfortunate friends with like that. yeah because to me i'm like i think about it as um i'd rather spend time with people i really know but how do you know it's gonna friends that i really like how, how do you know it's instead gonna of going on a date with someone i don't know yeah but you're not sure if it's gonna work out like the sex isn't good or anything like that right that's true like some people but like, are at least all the other areas are like safe enough to put an effort into this you know or like worth my time oh uh, no i test them all i test uh-huh. every area before and they have to be compatible before yeah like there's been yeah no yeah back in the day yeah yeah back in the day like i would never if i saw or okay i would never go on dating apps for the same reason because i feel like that's a lot of effort to try and get to know someone in a way that's inorganic it feels very superficial yeah and then i would never go on a date with someone that i don't really know because i feel like that entire date would just be wasted on getting to know them that makes sense and you guys could like have sparks fly and everything but i feel like being on a date kind of forces you to see each other in a romantic way instead of just letting things happen organically yeah I mean, you do you. I have no Yeah, it's no too, much, too much fucking effort. Like, I, I really don't care that much about this. But if I do meet somebody, then I care a lot. Like, like a fuck ton. It's either like, yeah, yeah it's like 100% no or 100% yes. There's no balance with it. There's, there's no fucking balance here. And then if I'm, yeah, if I do find somebody, then I would want it to get to marriage. And then as oh, far as, <laughs> as far as, like, kids and shit, I at this moment in my life, I don't care if I have kids or not. I see. Yeah, because I, I think that I would be a great mom. Yeah. But I also can see all the fucking stress and work it takes to have kids. I feel like we're so... A part of us is so opposite in that. Like, I have no aspirations to get married. Maybe when I was yeah. a kid I was. But, like, yeah. even now I still don't have aspirations. Like, I feel like I've known some very good kids with parents that aren't married and it's still fine. And I've known some very toxic relationship of people that are married. So I feel like that, like for me, just thinking about and knowing those people, it's like this whole marrying thing 
doesn't do anything, in my opinion. But I do understand it's different for girls. The reason why I would want to get married in that sense is because I am like a hardcore hopeless romantic. Yeah, no, I, I get it. But then the kids don't play into the hopeless romantic part. The kids just are like, like the kids provide a different kind of love. So if I were to meet somebody that doesn't want kids, then I actually, if somebody, yeah, if somebody didn't want kids, then I wouldn't care so much. Like if I found out I was infertile, I'd be like, sick, you made the decision for me. I mean, you could find someone that's sterile. <laughs> that is true. But then also, if I met somebody that really did want kids, I'd be like, okay, I'm fine. I'm Isn't that, is that, is that stress? Is that stressful? Or what? Like, I feel like if I found someone who really wanted kids, that'd be stressful to me. I, a part of me would think that, like, are you only here because you found somebody that's willing to have kids with you? If you're, so, I feel like if you're, like, so dead set on certain things happening by a certain time or, like, having certain aspects in your life, then it's kind of like, are you with that person because you generally want to be with them and have these things happen? Right. Or is it because they're meeting a goal that you have? Yeah, yeah. Me- that may not even be your goal. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But anyways, that's what I think about love life stuff. So that's Wait, all up in the A fun fact about, about that I learned about is that um, apparently in our primal brains in males, um, females with bigger hips are more attractive because they're better for birthing. Yeah. I didn't know that. It's like everything that you find attractive in the opposite sex leads to uh, reproductive shit. Yeah, oh, I had no idea about that. But I was like, oh, that makes sense. That makes a lot of sense now. I, actually, I looked this up before. I look up a lot of things, guys. Anytime I have any questions, I look it up. Yeah. I need to know the answers to everything. But the reasons why um, girls typically, or guys typically like girls with long hair, long and thick hair, or like for both um, sexes, or however many sexes or whatever <laughs> there is nowadays. Okay, don't fucking cancel us. Um, the reason why we don't like people or we find people less attractive if, they, if they're if they balding is because that shows that you have a lack of nutrition in some way, some form. Oh. So if you were to like reproduce with them, then your kids are probably going to be fucked up in some way, some form. Fucked up, quote unquote. Oh. And then the reason why, obviously, like... I mean, Vin Diesel looks pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, there's, like, society things. But then, like, this is, like, the typical reason why. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, it makes sense. Like, big boobs, same thing. Big boobs yeah. is a sign of what? I mean, I'm a fan, Reproductive. But... Oh, re- reproduction. Okay. You can sense. feed your babies. That's true. So, what happens with people who like, um, like, very skinny girls? Is that is that counterintuitive to the primal know, brain? Yeah. yeah. Like, people is. who like lollies and shit? Oh, disgusting. Yeah. You, you actually have, like... Issues. You're actually you're borderline pedophile. I swear, I was just gonna <laughs> say that like half of Japan are actually. Oh, sorry. Okay. Anyways, moving on. <laughs> uh, how about your friends and your fa- and your family? Like the um, relationship. As far with them? as friends, I feel like I'm the opposite. I meet too many new people. But sometimes I'm like, I need to find a way to let you know that I like you a lot. Yeah. As a friend. You're and a yes like, man. Yes, we could be really good friends, but sorry, I'm kind of my plate is kind of full, so I can't. You you can't. This is like the limit on how far in you can get into my life because I can't talk to you that much because I'm busy talking to other people that have like more importance in my life. So the friends part, meeting new people, not an issue for me. Mm. I want to focus more on maintaining and keeping the friends that I actually find really close to. And then I feel like I'm not somebody that has, or not. I feel like I'm not somebody that has like a solid like group. Like my best friends aren't all in one group. If that makes sense. Yeah. Uh, like they don't hang out with each other aside yeah. from me. 
And I think I'd be pretty sick if I could get them to do that. <laughs> yeah, they? I don't know. Like, I don't think so. They're all pretty like polar opposites in personality. Oh, uh, no. They, like, like all feed a different part of my personality. I think all my best friends are, we're all in one group. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That would be pretty sick. Yeah, mine, mine aren't. Yeah, cause I'd be pretty sick if I could get that to happen. But they're yeah, they're all like opposites because they all feed a different part of my personality. <laughs> Damn, I mean it's better than mine. Mine's just like an echo, right? <laughs> I mean sometimes echoes feel nice. Uh, it like feels really. Pod. It's just yeah, it's just different because we can all hang out together because we always do, and it just feels like family. Family. Yeah, like family without blood. If that makes sense. Like we actually have a group that we name family. It's it's me and my best friends and then a couple of other people we were with during engineering and then pretty much every year we hang out like three or four times for like events and stuff and we all just like get to see each other all the time. That's so cute. Yeah. Yeah. And in terms of family, I think my family's going as good as it ha- has ever been. Um, my mom and I don't really have a close relation. Sometimes I think she's a terrible mom. Ooh. But then sometimes I also think that like... You're a terrible daughter? I think she is a fantastic mom in terms of how she knows how to be a mom if that makes sense like cooking like her, and cleaning her and generation stuff? you know how in in a parents generation they don't talk about mental health and all that stuff by her generation standards my mom is a amazing mom she's like one of the best moms ever and i know that my mom has so much so much love to give but then because of like mental health things and how to like treat somebody else or like speak to somebody else, she, she isn't the best. But like once in a while, I'll have this feeling where I'm like, damn, I need to be nicer to my mom. Because <laughs> regardless of the bad parts, my mom is probably one of the, or not probably, my mom is one of the most important people in my life. So I should try and nurture that. And I'm sure if I actually put an effort to nurture that and fix that relationship or I guess make it better, then it could probably be better than it is, even though it's not bad now. Do you feel like uh, your parents have become like children? Yeah. Yeah, same here. In a way that I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? Like, are you stupid? Like, yeah. why'd you do that? Kind yeah, of thing. I'm like, you're how old? Like, I say this to them all the time. Once in a while, I'm like, you're 50 something. You don't need me to nag you to do this. What the hell? Or they do something stupid. I was like, guys, what are you guys thinking? This is yeah. not like, how did you fall for this scam or something exactly. like that? Exactly. Oh my God. Like, okay, this, okay, this isn't a scam. I don't know maybe this is just the relationship I have with my dad um he it's possible for him being diabetic is kind of in our family and my dad likes to drink a lot of soda and eat, eat like sugar a lot and all that stuff and every once in a while or not once in a while every few days he'll like crack open a can of coke and my sister would be like, oh, my God, you're not supposed to be doing that. You're not supposed to be drinking that. Like, your doctor said this. I'm like, how many Cokes have you eaten? And she's, like, all over his back on it. Yeah. And he looks at me. He's like, why don't you care that much? And I'm like, you're 50-something. If you if you want to go out this way, you can go out this way. Like, you know what this is doing to you. Yeah. And I'm like, you don't need – come on. You don't need me to nag you on this. It's just uh, – yeah. Like, for me, it's also, like, they're, I understand when they were growing up and stuff, their way of thinking was different than now. Mm-hmm. But some of the stuff, it's like, hey, like, for example, for the whole diabetes things, like, okay, maybe you could have that soda. But maybe you should think about, like, more physical activity to help counteract whatever you're actually doing, right? And all that stuff. But I don't know. I feel like they're set in their ways, and it's kind of tough. Yeah. So, yeah. 
but yeah, for me, it's the same. Like, I feel like they're kids. Like, they fall for like stupid stuff all the time, and like I they tell know. me all these things. I'm like, oh, you guys, freaking idiots! Who am I talking to? I'm here? Like, how did you last this long? What happened? Yeah, but I mean, it reinforces the idea that I think everyone has no idea what the fuck they're doing at mm. all times. Mm. Which is great. Something that I found out this Christmas too, after I was taking a vacation with my sister, was is that. I always say that my sister and I are polar opposites, but I learned so much about my sister that made me realize that she is still the age that she's at. So my sister is older than me, but my entire life, I've always been treated as like the older sister and I've always acted as the older sister in like every way you can imagine as an older sister relationship. But that kind of allowed me to not see her as her age. So my sister is two years older than me and I always saw her as like younger than me. Right. age but over the holiday we would share stories with our cousins about like dating experiences or like school stories or just any stories that we have about any life things and the stories that she shared made me realize that there's an entire side of her that i've completely like negated or not heard of because i've always seen her as my younger sister kind of like that so it's oh. kind of like when you have a younger sister you don't think they're up to like no good you don't think they're dear doing bad things with their friends you don't think that they're trying to like rebel and do shit like that you're like oh yeah they're innocent they're small whatever but no she she freaking has all these crazy stories that i was like what are you serious who are you what like if she was genuinely my younger sister then i'd be like how old are you when did you do that she's my older sister so i'm like wow there's so much more to learn about her than i thought you thought you knew her but you don't yeah exactly because i always saw her as just young and nothing nothing like too crazy in terms of stories and stuff but there's a lot to learn and i think in terms of the family aspect and goals i would like to learn more you learn more about my sister that's cool actually like for me i don't think there is anything i can learn but i could be naive on that Hmm. i feel like i i know my siblings quite well Hmm. uh but i don't know like we were pretty close when we were young and stuff and not as close as we got older but i feel like throughout the last throughout covid i got to know them more and stuff and I'm 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 at a pretty good like I'm like I always tell my sister this is like don't like if there's any drama like don't tell me like, I don't I don't give a fuck like oh, don't yeah. don't tell me any drama like I have a good relationship thing. with everyone like don't tell me anything I've said the same thing I don't want to know shit like you guys figure out your own on like because like I don't I feel like I don't have drama with anyone so it's always drama between other people so I was like mm. okay just fuck off don't tell me at all uh, but yeah cool. Um. Okay. Cool. I think those are the bigger, important ones. But now let's go to like physical, mental, and spiritual. I think those are like three kind of key aspects of yourself too. Mm-hmm. Uh, so physically, for me, I don't think there's much. I feel like I've been grinding it out all last year, and I haven't been tired, which I'm very happy about. Nice. Uh, so no I'm injuries. just like the goal for this year is one, just climb better. I think I've said it in the podcast. I've kind of like not cared as much about volleyball. I think I may have peaked. As in, like, I think the effort is too much now where I don't, I don't know, it's just not as interesting to me anymore. Yeah. Uh, but maybe that'll be refueled somehow. Uh, I definitely want to get better at climbing and I just want to increase my strength to weight ratio. So I, nice. I think those are, like, I, I can put some numbers to the goals in terms of, like, lifting weights and stuff like that. Uh, but I don't think there's anything, like, crazy I need to do. Um, there is some, I do have some, like, hip flexibility issues, but I still been going to yoga and I still, like, think about it and stuff and still work on it. Uh, but nothing like crazy that I want to do. I know one day, again, eventually, I want to do the splits. 
Uh, oh, that's something I've been wanting to do. I did too. when I was a lot younger, but I think right now is not the right time because I think you lose a lot of strength when you gain that flexibility. Uh, pretty much when you have more um, rigid muscles, it's actually stronger. Yes. Uh, whereas if it's too flexible, you can't get strength, especially in those ranges. Uh, so I'm going to take my time with that, but uh, I think it's an eventual thing. I think it's more so my hips that I want to work on, but I think that's all I have for fit for Childbirthing hips? Yes. Yes. <laughs> uh, other than that, I think everything has been good. My like supplementation is really good. I try out things from time to time. Oh, actually this year I've been trying out a little bit of caffeine in my day. Oh, uh, why is that? Uh, I'm, I, I feel a little groggy in the morning and I always have. Um, but so now I just drink like a cup of cold tea in the morning. So have you heard of um eating an apple in the morning? No, that's against fasting. That's stupid. Oh, but tea isn't. Tea is there's no calories in tea. It's just it's just flavored water with some of that caffeine, right? Uh, so so far this January, I've just been drinking. I pretty much take three packets of tea on Sunday. I put them into a jug and I fill it with like five cups cups of water. And I drink one cup of cold tea in the morning before I start my day. Uh, so I, I'm just experimenting. I think throughout my whole life, I'll always be experimenting until I find like it's something a fun I like. way to live life. Pardon? I think that's a fun way to live life. Yeah, I try out different things, but I have no hard goals. Like I feel like there's nothing crazy. I, I'm not an athlete. I, I work a desk job. I'm. It's not. It's not like. Yeah. <laughs> oh, how something about you, Something that I started doing instead of drinking coffee in the mornings because I absolutely love coffee. But I don't want to be reliant on caffeine. And I don't want it to be a regular thing in my life. So something that I started doing like last year was that I um, started taking cold showers in the morning. And I found that that really helped instead of drinking like tea or something. Uh, I think I've tried before. I think it was temporary. But I felt like I fucked up with the temperature because once in a while I would get sick. And I fucking know for sure it's from the cold showers. So I, I need to still work on I don't know the temperatures of it. I haven't. I haven't actually looked into it that much in terms of like temperatures and how you can make yourself sick and not make yourself sick. Yeah, but it helped out for like quite a while, and I'm quite used to cold showers now. I think can't the caffeine thing work if you like m- manage it properly? I heard that with caffeine, it's better if you drink caffeine two hours after you wake up, so that the caffeine doesn't adhere to certain synapses and then so it prevents you from crashing later on during oh, the day. but oh, then of course prolong it. yeah of course um i'm sure you're not drinking enough caffeine that you'll have crash anyways no i so so yeah. far the three weeks i've done it i have not crashed at all um i think for the first two nights it was kind of hard to sleep uh but that's gone away i feel like it's low enough dose and i only do it monday to friday so saturday sunday is like zero caffeine and then Monday or Friday, it's one cup of cold black tea of like very, very low dose. Uh, so I think it's okay. I think that's something I can manage. And it's so easy for me to reset. Like if I just did a week without caffeine, I, that would be zero problems for me. Yeah, that's good. How about you? Any other physical goals, Viv? Um, yeah, I'm kind of along the same lines. I don't have any solid physical goals. I think I'm doing what I want to do in terms of something that's sustainable for the rest of my life. Um, every single year I kind of up my deadlifting weight goal and this year my new goal is 365 which I didn't up it as much as I used to do but then like last year I was 285 but then that was quite a way I don't remember the previous goal but then yeah 
I didn't up it that much because I feel like I'm starting to get to the max of what I want to deadlift mm. without putting more energy and time into it. And past three plates is a pretty good number. As far as that, yeah, I don't think I have any major changes towards the goals that I have in terms of fitness. Um, I just want to stay fit, keep working out, keep deadlifting, making making sure that I'm not injured in any way, keeping up with like rehab stuff. And yeah, I do want to reincorporate hot yoga back into my routine. I know I'm an inspiration. <laughs> I I used to do hot yoga regularly too, okay? Yeah, until uh, you stopped and then I had to yeah, inspire I got you again. and fell off. Um, but yeah, that's pretty much it. I think also this year for me, I'm going to do... Uh, I started doing it last year. I'm going to do a no break day. No break day? So no breaks. Why? Rest uh, is like so important. Y- yeah, but I think... Uh, it's something to do. So, like, I'm actually really enjoying the grind right now. And actually, actually yeah. I've been enjoying the grind for a while. Uh, but I think something about the stuff I do actually doesn't require a break. Uh, it sounds counterintuitive. And I agree. Like, rest is super important. But I'm doing so many different things where it's, like, activating so, like, completely different areas of my body where I feel like a break is not necessary. So, for example, today. What you mean. Today is the closest thing to a break day. Because all I did today was run two kilometers and did a little bit of shoulder physio stuff active break days yeah and i feel like that that to me is a good enough break and then like some days for example volleyball like we don't actually like the games aren't that intense yeah and that's my only like physical activity for that day yeah so it's like that's also like a break day but i'm still doing something but it's still a break for me um so i think like not taking a break day i think will kind of help uh increase my stamina quite a bit i think i can see that yeah so i i've actually did that since just i mean okay so right after christmas that's that's when i started the zero break days and uh it's it's been going pretty good like i'm tired but i'm like i think that's normal for anyone who works out like you're just sore yeah randomly all sore the time nice yeah i would i just thought of something um i would want to keep under a certain body fat for the rest of my life oh geez yeah i guess you can't get pregnant but i don't even know what body fat percentage i am right now i mean you can't get pregnant now i guess no, you can still. You don't have to gain that much weight when you get pregnant. All right, just starve your baby. I'm not. <laughs> I'm not concerned. Okay, it's not my kid. I don't care. I love food, though. I don't think that's possible. Like, if someone told me for nine months I had an excuse to be a fat ass, I'm like, all right, let's do it. That's true, but I think that the way I see it is, if I were ever pregnant, I would want to make sure that after I'm pregnant, because I know this is a short term in my life, that I can bounce back to what I was pre-pregnancy so i'd work out even harder before so that i can keep my um my pelvic floor intact and my abdominal core intact so that after i'm pregnant i can look normal again and like a fucking milf that is the goal if i I were to ever be a mom i want to be a milf i see you're pro-choice and not pro-life here because that (laughs) baby's gonna die (laughs) 100 percent you don't want that baby baby. (laughs) go ahead you do you all right, cool. Well, I mean, we don't have much for that. Uh, mental. Maybe you have more on this. I have almost nothing. All right, what do you have for mental? N- nothing written down. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean almost nothing? That's nothing. <laughs> uh, I don't know. Like, uh, like the only thing I can think about for my mental is just like gaining more mental strength for like my career type of thing. Uh, so just working on a bit of that. 
Um, again, I think every year I always think about getting more empathy. It doesn't always work out. Um, and it doesn't bother me. It doesn't work out. Uh, <laughs> how, how fucking suiting. Yeah. and <laughs> I don't fucking care. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, it's just something I think is good, but I don't know. But I, I think I'm in a pretty good spot. I don't know. Like, I haven't really gotten into any tough spots in a long time. I think the last tough spot I was, was in like first year of COVID. I think for like maybe for a month I had a bit of anxiety and that went away real fast. So, I'm happy for you. yeah, I don't know. Like, I can't really think of anything. Like, uh, maybe if I hear I mean, some of yours, I'll be like, inspired. I don't know. Mine is pretty generic. I mean, if you guys are longtime listeners to this podcast, I'm sure you'll know what I want to say. Um, Mine says, I wrote down three points. The first one is no depression or anxiety mm. in brackets, happy viv. I feel like that's something that I've always been working towards in my life. And I put in a lot of fucking work to fix that part of my mental state. And yes, yesterday, I think it was yesterday. Yes, yesterday I was reading a book called The Upward Spiral. And it's a book where there is a doctor. Hold on. Maybe I should read. Uh, it's called the upward spiral using neuroscience to reverse the course of depression one small change at a time. And the summary is that in the upward spiral, neuroscientist Alex Korb demystifies the neurological processes in the brain that cause depression and offers effective ways to get better one step at a time. In the book, you'll discover that there isn't one big solution that will solve through your depression, but little habits that you can work into your everyday life that'll fix your depression. Or oh. help you fix. And when I read that synopsis, I was like, fuck, this is literally everything I fucking do on my spare time. Or not everything I do. But, like, this is a big part of what I want to fix towards myself. Right. And, like, I've done um, the my, um, my happy archives photo thing in my phone. Or, like, I make it a point to see a certain amount of sunlight every day. Oh, okay. That one's big. Or practice gratitude or to, like contact certain people that actually like mean a lot to me so basically like keep your social connection and reflection and make sure that you have time for meditation i do those things and when when i was reading the book and he reiterated these things i was like holy shit my self-research that i've done on myself and like reading all these random papers they were like it was kind of like a self-confirming and it felt so nice. I was like, I'm doing the right thing. Mm. Everything, I'm like a quarter maybe of way in the book. But everything he said so far, I was like, damn, this is all the shit I figured out by myself. Maybe so I, it felt so nice. Maybe I should read that book that's like learn to say no or something like that. Or how to not give a fuck. Oh, set away to not give a fuck? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because that would be the same for me in yeah, that aspect. Exactly. <laughs> but I don't know. I feel like you already don't give a fuck about a lot of ways. Yeah, that's true. But my second point was to be more calm and have a better, sure sense of self. And that comes along with being better at holding up my personal boundaries and saying no more often, which I've been better this year with saying no more often to things. And I feel like a lot of times something that I've noticed more lately in the last like few months than not is that I'm always questioning whether my choices are right or wrong. Mm. and whether it's like something that i'm self like like a choice you've already made or a choice that's upcoming both oh okay 
But I feel like you can always kind of reason with yourself. But then you'll never know if you're actually wrong because if you don't know, then you don't know kind of thing. I, I, if I've already made the choice, I don't think. And then mm-hmm. if I haven't made the choice, I think. And I think that that uncertainty is something that I want to make sure that I kind of hone down and eventually be more certain of the choices that I make without having to talk to like two other people or whatever about whatever's going on in my life. Right, right, right. Yeah. And the last point that I've made was slower brain. I feel like I don't know how to properly relax. Mm, that's a big one. Yeah. That's a big one, I think. I'm always on the go or I always need something to like stimulate my, my brain. Even when I seem like I'm relaxing, I'm always doing like something or I'm always overthinking. My mind is always running like a thousand miles per second. And then I always crash. Like I always have a moment every single year. I've noticed I was doing some reflection, reflecting a few days ago. And I realized that every single year I have like a month or a period where I freaking just burn out and crash. Mm. and it's because i i want us it's because my brain just runs really fast in a way that like i don't like it and i always have to keep myself occupied some way somehow is so, it called uh mindfulness no i think mindfulness is taking in like details of your but surroundings there's, there's something about thinking in mindfulness too from, from the books yeah. i've read yeah for sure like i think i'm not to pat my own back but i think i'm a very mindful person but i think this point in itself is more like I just want a slower brain. Sounds like you're just bragging here, Viv. <laughs> no, to not me. in a way that's bragging, but it's more like I want a less distracted and a less chaotic, less like a brain that doesn't always have to be busy. I see. Yeah, I want to be bored. That's uh, that's actually very connected to the only one I just wrote down. What is it? This is uh something that I've always had. So it's not even a just like just at this moment goal. It's a goal I've always had, uh, and it relates to hot yoga, <clears throat> and it's um the whole my theory about like turning on and turning off. Like if you can get into a relaxed state really quick, and you can get into like a hyper focused state really quick, and the time between is very short, you become a very like efficient or just a better person in my opinion. Uh, and I do that a lot in hot yoga. And now to try to transfer this into my real life. So like when you're know that it's time to relax to fully relax and when you know it's time to work to fully work and to get rid of the in between as much as you can. Uh it's also a lot in the all the mindfulness books I've I've read about. Um but this has connected a lot with yoga. Like the whole thing where it's like I can start my yoga class literally almost falling asleep and get really into it and then end my yoga class almost falling asleep. And I think it's like that itself is practice for me for the real world. Mm. Yeah. That's good. But that, that. like, so for me, the goal is just to keep keep up with that, right? Like yeah. keep up with that, but like start applying it. So like I've practiced the skill, but I need to apply it more. That reminds, okay, that I feel like I am really good at hyper-focusing sometimes, but not in the way that I can like turn it off and turn it on, like your example. Like mm. when I hyper-focus on something, it's kind of like, Who's the person that like split the sea in half? <laughs> in like biblical, uh, the Jewish. Uh, I guess it doesn't matter. But yeah. the way I see it is that whenever I can hyper fixate on something, it's like I've split the sea in half and I've created a path, and I'm hyper focused on that one path. But then, like, as soon as the task is completed, all the water flows back in, and I'm mm. thinking about like five hundred things all at once again. Moses. Yeah. Moses was yeah. Like- Moses. You're right. Yeah, so it'd be nice if I could turn that on and off and learn how to actually relax. 
yeah, I think it's super important. Like, like I think for me, a big one, it might not be a good example, but for me, I've learned to just enjoy playing video games. Like, not regret playing video games. I feel like yes. a lot of times as you grow up, people are, like, saying it's bad for you and all this shit. But, like, I feel like, one, it's relaxing. But, two, um, a lot of the video games I play have a lot of, like, mental stimulus that I don't get during the day. So, it's mm. kind of, like, twofold. I get the relaxation part of the actual uh, stimulus. And then I also get the creative thought process. See that? Yeah. I've spoken to some of our friends about this and how some of them feel like gaming is a time sink. But I feel like if it's something that stimulates you, then you can always just schedule that into your day so that it doesn't feel like a time sink. I so I used to really think that too. I used to be like, "Oh, these fucking losers are just playing video games and wasting their stupid life." Uh, and then I think back now, I'm like, "Wait a second, hold up." I was once that loser, number one. Uh, <laughs> I used to always play video games, but then I also thought like, "No, no, no!" Like, I've had times that I've even expressed on this podcast where like I just do things for doing things. Like there's no purpose to it. There's no goal to it, right? Mm-hmm. Um like that's zero difference from playing a video game. In fact, if I play a video game with the intention of relaxing, it's probably even more beneficial than just doing things for the sake of doing things, right? Uh so I think I don't know. I, I think there's something to it. Um and I, I guess I got reinforced with that idea when uh our good friend Izzy was telling me, he's like, yeah, some some days he goes on his PS5, he plays with his mates in, in, in London, and he just has fun, right? And it's just like, like that's just my way of enjoying relax. Like, some people like to go on hikes and stuff, and it sounds yeah. good, and it sounds amazing, and it probably is, but that, I think, mental relaxation is probably the same as me playing video games, right? Yeah, so, like, why not treat it as a good thing, too? Whatever helps, right? Yeah, you fucking suckers want to play League all day? You play League all day. Uh, but uh, good luck, have fun. <laughs> I I mean, there just has to be a balance. Hmm. Right. Like I think the games I'm kind of lucky in that way that I like games, but the games that I like aren't continuous games. Like they're games that have a start and a finish because they're. It's Christ. What kind of games are they? Like name some, I guess. What the hell? What was the type of game called again? RPGs. Yeah, RPG games. Yeah. Uh. So like. Yeah. On January 20th, Fire Emblem is coming out. Is it for the Switch? Yeah, it's for the Switch. So I want to play that. And then, like, Fire Emblem is one of those games that has a start and a finish. So it's not some game that I can continue. So when I play it personally, I feel okay with devoting whatever amount of time that I want to that game while I have it. Because I know that I'll eventually finish it. Yeah. yeah. Or, like, Legend of Zelda is coming up with another one called Tears of the Kingdom. And that's coming out in May or some shit like that. And I'm going to get that one because that has a start and a finish. And I'm excited for that one, too. Dude, I'm very into uh, roguelike games and card games. <laughs> mm. So, like, that shit gets on my mind like crazy because uh, there is no start and finish that to it. Uh, the thing I like about it is it's very customizable. So, like, it's a lot of theory crafting, which I think I've told you before. Like, I love theory crafting. So, it's like you come up with your own strategies and your own theory craft. And it's like going back to the very beginning, I was saying like, hey, you do something, it doesn't work, you pivot, you find ways to pivot. And like, that's literally the only way to like win games. So you have to be like very adaptable and stuff. So very fun for me. That sounds fun. Okay. So the last one we have on our list is spiritual. Do you have any spiritual goals, Viv? No, mine is actually empty because even though I was raised as a Buddhist, I'm pretty agnostic. So I don't really have anything. Mm. No Yumo Guai Guai Fai Di No Numo Guai. <laughs> None of that. I used to do that. Um, 
as a kid, whenever me and my cousins would tell horror stories, when we'd get really fucking scared, we'd go under the blanket and we'd chant that together. <laughs> like Jackie Chan Adventures? Yeah. It's fucking awesome. Uh, yeah, I don't think I have any too. Like, I'm also a Buddhist. Uh, I still, I mean, like, this is just a general goal for myself. It's just to help out a bit more at the temple. So, like, I already go. It's actually pretty nice, the relationship and the yeah. life that you've built with the temple. Yeah, it's it's a really cool community. Uh, for me, it's mostly just helping them out whenever I can. Uh, either it's labor to do something, clean something up, or help them build something, or look through stuff. Uh, it's kind of cool i mean i think sometimes their expectations for me is a little high yeah uh, like i think one one time i think one of the years they're like they thought their heating system broke or no their cooling system broke yeah. so i went there i had to like open everything up and look through all the drawings and shit to figure Whoa. out exactly what was wrong and then i was like okay guys it's just a user error like you guys don't have AC here. <laughs> <laughs> did you guys try turning it on <laughs> no like they literally just don't have like it wasn't built into the system like their expectations and reality were off. But anyways, <laughs> like in general, like it's cool because like I think that's one of the coolest part. I get to go there and solve problems for them. Like usually they have some problem, like either it's mostly construction related and I just go there and I just try to figure it out. I think like most of the time, like 50% of the time I can't really figure it out and we just do it the hard way. And the other 50% of the time I'm like, no, there has to be a better way and we figure something out and then it's slightly better. I don't know. I wouldn't say it's the best, but uh, it's, I think it's a just a good relationship. Like I know, like my mom always guilts me that I should go more often and stuff. Uh, but I think, I think it's a good relationship. I think mentally or spiritually, I guess I understand my role in life and the world kind of thing. Um, I I don't know if I'd say I have any less respect for Buddhism, but I think I just have a general more respect for all religions. I just think all religions are very similar. It's just like, just don't be a dick. Like, that's literally... Yeah, just be a good person. Yeah, and then the rest is just semantics. Like, it's not it's not that important. Uh, to me, it's just, you know, being a good person. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, I think it will also change. I think when you grow older, it changes. I think when you're facing your mortality, it changes. I think uh, when... Like, I think... Uh, or it must be, like, my, my sister must be going a lot more. She has to be. Like, she's 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 pregnant now and stuff and i feel like whenever that type of stuff happens in your life you go a bit more or when the unknown kind of reaches your life you go a bit more so yeah i guess i can see that when i was going through a lot of shit at the beginning of my mom gave me some of those buddhist bracelets yeah yeah they gave me like three of them to wear because she was like oh this one's for good luck this one's for whatever whatever and at the time i was like you know what just give it to me i I, like need some shit to change here (laughs) and so yeah i could see that when when shit's going down you suddenly are a little bit more believing in your faith than not i i mean it's it's one of the things where i think people can get caught up in uh the unknown so i think like religion is the thing that solves that right like back then religion was everything now it's just we have too much science for it to be everything. Yeah. And now it's just, but now there's still some unknown, like what happens after you die and stuff like that, right? Uh, but I think at our age, we don't think about it too much because it's kind of, I don't know. Yeah. And we don't think about our mortality too much. I think we still think we're invincible kind of thing. Um, I do still hate aging every year, but we'll, we'll, we'll figure that out with science. I think it's pretty nice to age. Fucking hate it. Become less naive. No, like that's that's dying. aging mentally. Like <laughs> like physically aging sucks. Yeah. Physically aging definitely sucks. When you start feeling those aches and pains, you just generally feel more tired. Yeah. But yeah, no, spiritual, I don't really have anything. My brother's probably going to listen to this and he's probably going to re- recommend some stuff for me. 
But I think, like, even for me, like, hot yoga is almost like a form of meditation to me. So I kind of already do that. Um, so, I mean, I don't have any desire to meditate on my own at home. So, whatever. I think um, creating your own little meditation corner would be pretty nice. Um, That's something I tried to create, but I couldn't make it as, like, cute as I originally Could you imagine Tara had a little shrine corner for him? Where all his balls are. <laughs> I mean, so cute. He just sits there every morning. Like, ah, I hope today the green big ball doesn't come back. Another day, another peaceful day. Exactly. All right. Anyways, uh, so we talked about, a lot about our goals, reach setting our goals, so, or some of our personal goals we have. Uh, if you guys have any cool ones, let us know. But also, if you guys can help us with ours, yeah, like as much as we, you guys think or we appear to have our shit together, we have none of our shit together at, at all ever. Yeah. So if you guys have like cool ways for us to like, I'd love it if someone could come up to me and be like, "Hey, Alvin, you want to learn more about FBA? Here it is," kind of thing. Like that'd be yeah. fucking great. Or if, "Hey, Alvin, you want to meet new people? You know, here it is." Like. Uh. That'd be so cool. But uh, yeah, if you guys can help us with our goals or if you need help with your goals, let us know in the comment section below or just message us if you know us. And um, don't forget to like, comment, subscribe on YouTube. And turn on the notification bells. Yeah, and I uh, hope you guys enjoy this mini goal setting. This is kind of like a continuation of resolution, but more formal goal setting one of our long-term goals. Just so you guys can, it's, it's almost like get to know us a little bit better. I think your goals are like a reflection of who you are also. You are who you want to be. Yeah, yeah. So that's kind of cool. Um, Anything else you want to talk about, Viv, specifically? Um, not really. Good luck with your goals, everybody. Yeah. Good luck. Hopefully, I reach. I think I set pretty easy resolutions for myself this year. Uh, the, the I think I the think book. It's good. I think the that. book one's doable. Uh, I may become a bookworm. Like you're on the track for it. Fucking reading at lunchtime every day at work. <laughs> yeah. Um. But I I think that's that's what I want. Like I I truly enjoy it. So it's fun. Good. Yep. Maybe maybe next year I'll add that to my New Year's resolution too. Read yeah do oh, oh one thing i for, I was gonna say during this podcast is that i realize that i'm fucking stupid so there's a if you guys go on howlongtoread.com you can type in any book and it'll tell you like okay you know if you read 300 words per minute this is how long it'll take to read this book i think i searched online the average is 260 and uh i tried it three times so the at the bottom of the thing you can test yourself on your words per minute you didn't like the numbers you were getting? Uh, no, dude. I'm fucking... I'm <laughs> stupid. I can have, I'll admit it right now. I read slow. Okay? So, my first time I tried it, uh, it was 200. And I kind of know why. So, it's it's an excerpt. What's this website again? Howlongtoread.com, I think. Uh, and I, I know exactly why. But anyways, it, it's a it's an excerpt from 1984, uh, a book I've read before. And they use really fucked up words there. Like, uh, double think or I think like mind speak or some shit. But anyways... Uh, so I tried again two more times, but then there's also a limit. Like you actually can't fake it. So like if you fake it, you know you're not actually enjoying or you don't understand what you're reading. Uh, so I think the I mean, limit. You're only punching yourself in the leg or kicking yourself in the leg if you fake it, right? Yeah, ex- exactly. So I think my limit, at maximum, is two fifty. Damn. Maximum. Damn. I think I'm more comfortable at like a 240, 240, 245, maybe maybe two thirty five rate. Uh, but that's truly when I enjoy the book. Uh, but I, I think the average is 260. And then if you search books on how long to read, they put it as 300. Damn. Apparently, people can read at 300. I, I searched up independently of that site, and they said, like, usually for fiction, it's 260. For nonfiction, it's lower. So, like, for more scientific stuff, it's, it's lower. 
um and yeah so so i don't know you guys try that shit out uh i already admit i'm stupid i like the first thing <laughs> i did i texted joyce i was like i'm fucking stupid joyce i didn't know i was stupid oh yeah i'm yeah. curious about how fast joyce is joyce is like a uh, genius in my head no i think i mean she said she has slight dyslexia but she said like 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 i was also explaining to her is like it does start to get like mumbled or like very jumbled in your brain if you read too fast like faster than your actual rate right so i think she was experiencing the same thing at the higher rates so i i I don't actually remember her number but i was was like i fear genetics we can't procreate (laughs) i can't read fast all right i'm gonna go home and do that yeah you guys all try that out and you, you guys can shit on my number uh but if you do try it out fucking tell us in the comments or uh send us a message so we can know about it i think it's a really cool test of our new book club that we started on the jv show let's see how fast or slow you readers are (sighs) i'm I'm stupid guys i'm gonna admit (laughs) to you guys i'm below average i'm fucking i i I ride the short bus to school now feels bad anyways uh thanks for tuning in and uh see you guys next week yeah thanks for tuning in guys bye